Hey, Rockstar, it's Christina here. Do you want to feel more confident and have more influence when speaking with others? If so, join my free Small Talk Made Simple class. In this 10-day email course, you'll learn how to clearly communicate your value, have great conversations, and create stronger relationships. Sign up now. It's totally free at thecmethod.com. Welcome to Stand Out, Get Noticed, the podcast that helps you speak and present with rockstar confidence. I'm Christina Cantors, your host and founder of The C Method Communication Skills Training. For free resources and to subscribe to the show, visit thecmethod.com. Hi there, Rockstar, and welcome to Stand Out, Get Noticed. Christina with you here for episode 166. This week, I'm podcasting to you from our Airbnb in Malta, which is an absolutely fascinating country. It was, I don't know how much you know about Malta, but it was ruled by so many different cultures. And as a result, there's an incredible mix of influences here from the food to the architecture to the languages. And it's all jammed into a couple of tiny islands and there's less than half a million people who live here. So it's a very cool country. Um, I've been posting up photos on my Instagram. Um, follow me. I'm at CJ Canters. I'm not a massive Instagram user normally, but I do like to post when I travel, mostly to make my friends at home jealous because why else would you post photos of you traveling? Okay. Um, so my experience here in Malta has actually, well, it's, it's brought a couple things to my attention and that's what I thought I would podcast about today. Um, one thing I love about traveling is you meet lots of interesting people. And Aaron and I, we met a guy from France and he's a student and he's been here for a month um, working, doing an internship. And we were, we were talking about languages and, and he's traveled quite a lot. And um, we were talking about, we said to him, oh, you should come to Australia for your next internship. That would be super fun. Um, if you want to improve your English, which he said he did. And he said, yeah, I'd love to come to Australia, but Australians are really hard to understand. He said, the accent is really hard to understand. And we said, well, you're understanding us pretty well. And he said, yeah, but most Australians, I I can't understand them. And it got us thinking and I realized that you know, a lot, if, if you're Australian and you're listening to this, you, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, when I say that we, we tend to run our words together and we don't pronounce certain things or certain, certain words, um, or syllables. So for example, if we say, how are you going? If we ask, how are you going? A very, very, um, thick Australian accent would sound like, how are you going? And I'll say that again. If you, if you've never heard that before, you might be like, what, what was that? We say, how you going? How you going, mate? What's going on? And we tend to run all of our words together like that. And it does make it really, really hard for other people to understand. And from this, and this conversation, it, it sort of reiterated to me that we all have a responsibility to ensure that our message is received the way that we intended. And this is what I want to talk about today. It's a simple communication thing. It's, it forms the basis of all communication. And this is one of the first things that I learned about communication is that the meaning of a message is in the effect it has. The meaning of your message 
is in the effect it has. So this means that whatever message you share, whatever it is you say, the words you use, your tone, your body language, how you put that message out there, the meaning that it has is not actually what you've said or how you've said it. It's how it's been received by the other person. Have a think about that for a moment. The meaning of your message is how it's received by that other person. So if I'm in a, if I'm, if I have a really strong Aussie accent and I ask someone, Hey, how you going? And they don't understand what I'm saying. Then that's, then that's, that's their, that's what they've received. They've received a message that isn't clear. And you may have found this. I mean, this happens all the time. You, you say something, whether it's to a colleague or to your loved one or maybe to your kids, and they react in a way that you weren't intending. They get angry or they get defensive and you go, no, but that's not what I meant. But that's, that doesn't matter because it's how it was received. So what I want to share or, or, or reiterate today is that you have a responsibility to make sure that your message is clear and to the point and received in a way that you want it to be received. Yeah. And this applies to all types of communication, whether it's one-on-one, whether it's in a small group, whether it's delivering a presentation. So for example, if you're delivering a presentation, this would mean using language that everyone can understand. For example, not using jargon or really long words. This isn't about you sounding smart or important. Instead, you have to think about, well, how can I, how can I make my message or my presentation received in the way that I intend? And if your goal is for people to understand what you're saying, to, to buy into your idea, then you sure as heck got to make sure that your message is received in the way that you intend, right? Um, something else that you can do at work, um, for example, getting someone's attention before you deliver your message. If you just call out to someone across the room and ask them a question, you haven't actually ensured that they're in the right place to receive your message effectively. If they're in the middle of something, if they're working away and then, and then your message comes through, but their, their head's already full of other, of other things that they're focusing on, they're not going to receive your message in the way that you, that you want it to. So it could be simple as saying, um, Hey, Mike, have you got a moment? Then waiting for them to turn around and say, yes, hello, what would you like? How can I help? And then you deliver your message. It could be, here's another example, um, saying your name clearly when introducing yourself. You need to make it easy for people to remember your name. Um, I go to a, um, I've talked about this before on the show, um, I go to a networking group every second week. It's called Fresh Networking and there's about uh, 20 to 30 sort of 25 to 30 business owners all in the same room and we have breakfast and we um get to network with each other and get to know each other and our businesses better and we have visitors come along. You should totally come if you're in Melbourne, by the way, fresh networking. Um, and it's super fun as well. And what happens is that we all have an opportunity to get up and do a 60-second introduction and pitch for ourselves and our businesses. And the point of this message is to help people understand our businesses a little bit deeper so that they can then refer business to us. 
you know, so it's about marketing ourselves effectively. And what I've noticed is that many people will stand up and say, I'm so-and-so and my business is this, is this. And they'll rattle off their name and their business name so fast that no one can actually hear it. When really that's what you want people to hear, isn't it? You want people to remember your name and your business name. Yet so many people feel that, I guess because they've said it so many times, it's like, oh, I have to say my name, my business name again and again. I have to do this all the time. But they forget that other people are hearing that for the first time. So it needs to be super clear. So it's things like this. And there are so many examples and those are just a few. Um, it's like, it's like when you, when you think about it, when you buy something online, when you order something online and you receive that package and it's in a crumpled, messed up state, maybe the item inside is a bit damaged. Who do you blame? You blame the sender, of course. You go, well, they didn't wrap it up properly. They didn't ensure that this package was going to be delivered um, or this item was going to be delivered safely. The the person who's sending that package doesn't just wrap it in flimsy wrapping and go, oh, well, it's the receiver's responsibility to make sure that they get it right. No, it's the sender's responsibility to make sure that that item's delivered properly. And it's the same with your communication. You've got to do everything in your power. You've got to take responsibility for your message and make sure that you've sent it off and that it's delivered in the right way with the right packaging to the right person, all of that stuff, so that it is received in the way that you intended. Now, of course, communication is a two-way street. So if a package going back to the delivery example, if a package is delivered and I'm not home, then I'm not going to be, I'm not going to receive that package, am I? It is my responsibility. It is, so as the receiver, it is my responsibility to make sure that I'm home to receive that package. Otherwise, it's really annoying because I have to go to the post office the next day and line up to get that package. Now, this actually reminds me of, um, this reminds me of a, of something else that this, um, you know, the French, this French student I was talking about earlier, um, he, he was saying how he's also studied in the US and he, and I said, Oh, look, people in the US, they pronounce their words clearly. Unlike Australians, they, they pronounce their R's, you know, they're very clear. And he said to me, yes, but they tend to not make an effort to understand me. And I thought this was really interesting that, that this was an observation of, of this guy, this French guy. Obviously he, for him, English is not his first language. He had quite a, he, I thought he spoke English quite well, but his accent was quite strong. And he said that it was sometimes with Americans, they tended to not make the effort to understand him. And he said that, well, he suggested that, you know, because because he didn't sound like them, they didn't bother to try to understand. And this reiterates my second point, and that is we all need to have empathy for the person delivering that message and be open to receiving it. So this means listening and giving that person our full attention. Um, so Aaron and I have been driving around Malta um, the last couple of days and driving around the, the roads are 
okay, it's it's a little bit out of control. It's not super crazy. It's not super dangerous. It's not like India or uh, I don't know where else is crazy, like Vietnam. But it's still really funny because the roads do really weird things. They'll fork off with no indication of where the roads are going. So there's no signage. Um, Google Maps will say, turn left here, and then there won't be a road. There actually won't be a road. It'll be blocked off. Or Google Maps will say, turn right, and it'll be a one-way street that we can't actually turn down. And there aren't any lines marked on the road, so cars just sort of drift all around. So it's it's it, it can be a little bit stressful, and but it is, it is a bit ent- entertaining. But it requires both of us, both Aaron and myself, to successfully get from one place to another. And Aaron's been behind the wheel and I've been um, on with Google Maps giving directions. Um, oh, actually, no. So yesterday I was driving and Aaron was giving me directions. And he would say to me, okay, so your next turn, at the next roundabout, you're going to turn left. And that might have been maybe 30 seconds before we got to the actual roundabout. And then we'd get to the roundabout and I would go straight right, and I'd completely – ignore what he just said. And he'd say, babe, you meant to go left. What are you doing? And I realized that I had been so focused on making sure that I, you know, didn't hit any other cars and that I knew where I was going and and all of that. I was so preoccupied with all these new unfamiliar things that I hadn't paid attention to the directions that Aaron was giving me. And as a result, I had completely, I wasn't open to receiving them and so I had to tell him I had I made him tell me like retell me the directions basically right as I was about to do the turn. So you know and that and that showed me that it doesn't matter like you need to be open to receiving. And I think that's something that we can all do a little bit more of in our day-to-day communication in terms of when someone is speaking to us being aware not just of the words that they're saying and the language they're using, but also looking at looking at how they're saying it. So really listening and looking at their body language and looking at and, and listening to the tone of what they're saying as well. And not just taking the words that they say as the whole message. Because as we know, the words that we say make up a very small part of the message that we're actually communicating. There's tone and there's the non-verbals as well. So if we can all, you know, if there's one thing you take from this, it's to build your awareness when other people are delivering a message to you and being open, being patient, taking the time to listen to what's truly being said and to and to have a bit more empathy for that person and try to understand where they're coming from um, as they deliver that message as well. So a couple of things for you to think about. Firstly, so going back to my first point, if you can think about how can I make my message as easy to understand as possible? Whenever, even if it's something as, as something as simple as asking a question, think how can I phrase this question so that it's simple, it makes sense. Um, think about it when you're writing a presentation or even when you're, um, or getting asked a question. Okay. Think, how can I make my message as easy to understand as possible? And secondly, to, 
to ask yourself when receiving a message, ask yourself, am I getting the full message of what this person intended? Have I captured all of what's being communicated? And is there something I can do to make sure that I've heard correctly? So this might mean that you um, you ask for clarification, you repeat it back to them. So it's making sure that you you are, you are active in both both types of communication, whether it's you're delivering or receiving. And if you can do that, then I'm sure, in fact, I'm positive that you will notice a real difference in your ability to get things done more efficiently, to build better relationships at work and to have an easier time to resolve issues quicker. All the things that will help us to do our jobs better and to um, have a better time at work and to enjoy being there and build a stronger culture um, with our team, that's all, going, that's all going to improve if we can all work on bettering our communication. So I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. That brings us to the end. Um, I am going to get back to being in Malta. Um, I'm leaving tomorrow, going back to Rome which I am excited about, and um, I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Keep on being awesome, and I will talk to you next week. My name's Christina Cantors, and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed. Thank you for listening to Stand Out, Get Noticed. To learn more and inquire about the C-Method coaching, keynote, and corporate training programs, visit thecmethod.com.